three from the seven relics is weekly news podcast chronicling three count them three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days my name is rafaela kenny sincata i am coming to you live from relics headquarters and she gives love a bad name Karina Reichman! I was going to do some sort of Bon Jovi lead-in, but I yeah, fucked up. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby, How are baby. you, Karina? How I'm are you? phenomenal, Rav. That's a good... I, I'll take a Bon Jovi lead-in any day. That's good. It's solid, right? I, you know, whatever you're throwing down, I like. So it's great. <laughs> That's just great. Well, we've got a lot to talk about this week. It's in a less Claypool, Trey Anastasio Bonanza. We're talking Oysterhead, Primus, Trey and Dave. Tons to talk about. But before we jump into all the news, Karina, we got to catch up with you because there's a lot going on. You played a huge gig this past weekend in New York, and you just announced a bunch of tour dates, so give me the rundown. What's oh my going God. on? Oh, my God. Raph, it's all it's all happening, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just dropped some fatty tour dates, bro. Right. Um, so let's talk about that. Me, my band, featuring Adam November and Chris Corsica, we're coming to your town 5-7, which is May 7th. It's a Thursday. Hometown throwdown. Brooklyn Bowl. Really looking forward to it's it. It's going to be sick. It's Karina's huge. second time playing the Brooklyn Bowl. Uh, yeah, headline. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right? Second headline performance as Karina Reichman at the Brooklyn Bowl. Yes, that is accurate. That's, just, that's history. That's, stat, that's set list stats for the fans. It sure is. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, date number two, the following night, higher ground in Burlington, Vermont. That is 5-8, May 8th. Friday. Friday night. May 8th. And I'm looking forward to that one big time. That is with a uh, sweet local Burlington band called Dr. Rick. Shout out to Dr. Rick and my dear pals in Quiltro. Shout out to Quiltro. And <laughs> Where did Dr. Rick go to medical school? That is a great question. <laughs> Row eight in medical. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in the Caribbean, I'm sure. Probably. Probably. <laughs> and then the following night, that is Saturday night, a great night to party. The Hollow. Albany, New York, coming to you live. You know, you can picture the routing. I routed this all myself. You know, you go to <laughs> New York, then you drive a little bit, and then you wake up the next day, you drive a little bit more up to Burlington. Then you party in Burlington, it's great. <laughs> then you go to bed, then you wake up, and then you drive back down towards the city where we all live to Albany. And we're going to be there. That is Saturday, May 9th, correct? correct? Yes. And I look forward to that. Then, fast forward a week. Saturday, May 16th, we are headlining Milk Boy in Philly. Awesome. A great place to party. My Philly Massive, you know I love you. Love everything about you. Zahavs. I love, <laughs> I love Rittenhouse Square. See? Yes. Oh, you'll never catch me, Kappa. I'm going to Rittenhouse Square. Anyway, I love the whole thing. And, uh... Yeah, it's going to be a time. Coming to your town, she'll help you party down. It's not going to lie to you. Dates. Yo. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. <laughs> and then you know what else? If you don't like it, that's, that's tough shit, you know? Because it's too late. Here we come. There you go. Oh, my couldn't God. Couldn't have said it better myself. And actually, you know? Karina, that beautiful sample by Mr. Trey Anastasio couldn't have been timed better because our first story of the week, Oysterhead is back. Two nights in Colorado, the 14th and 15th, Friday and Saturday. Uh, Karina, what were kind of your initial reaction to these shows? Did you catch up with the set lists? Or? I looked at everything. I'm delighted. I, you know, I'm just a huge fan of the project, obviously. I'm a three-piece uh, endorser, a three-piece junkie. <laughs> and this is a big power trio, in Absolutely. my opinion. Some of the greatest of the specific instrument on it, you know, in all the positions, if you will. <laughs> um, and you know what's so great about Oyster? I mean, in so many ways, everything's great about fucking Oysterhead. Obviously, this shit is dope. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for Trey to have, like, another band 
you know, kind of similar to Fish in the sense that, like, yeah, he leads Fish, but it's a, really a partnership amongst four people, if I do say so myself. And I would say that Oysterhead, you know, has that to it as well, where, like, you know, Les is, is you know, leading in certain ways, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's kind of like this kind of symbiotic three-way partnership, yeah. if you know what I no, mean. No, absolutely. And that, I don't know, I just think it elicits incredible music, Yeah, you know? I mean, no new originals debuted. I think the set list really were indicators of, like, what this Oysterhead tour is going to look like. Because sure. it was like, all right, are they going to debut new music? They only have one record, the Grand Pecking Order from 01. Um, but what got me the most pleased was the fact that they're busting out covers from all of these people's respective projects. We got Fish debut covers. We got Primus debut covers. And we've got a Police cover in there. Night one, they played the Police's Voices in My Head, as well as Fish's 46 Days. Uh, but for night two, it was really, like, what blew my mind. And, like, my roommates were just, like laughing about how hyped I was getting looking at set lists on my couch uh, on Sunday morning. But they played, ended first set with Cream's White Room. So Trey ripping into a fucking Clapton solo. Strong. Less on vocals. I'm a big fan of what they call evil fish. When fish really scares the, <laughs> scares the hell out of you. And I think like that's what Oysterhead is going to be like front to back. They also debuted a cover of Primus's Those Damn Blue Collar Tweakers. Huge fan of that song. Killing, killing. And they did Fish's first tube. Uh, Oysterhead are just fucking ready to go this summer i'm very excited i'm going to see them at bonnaroo this year do you have any plans to see oysterhead at any point i am very blessed to be playing on a few festivals that are headlined by oysterhead so i'll be seeing them at sweetwater 420 fest and i'll be seeing them at peach fest and god knows what else will happen you know it's all great it's gonna be backstage rubbing elbows with oysterhead it's all great it's all great it's gonna be all gravy man yeah totally talk to less about the bass talk about bass things i love talking to less about bass. uh, what do you got there uh this pedal that pedal is that is that how you guys talk that's exactly how we talk except it's more like hello (laughs) is that supposed to be less or you that's less I'm more like, uh, can I set up right here? Uh, we opened, you know, Marco opened for the Claypool Lennon Delirium uh, two shows back in fall 2016. And it was just at the cusp of me kind of taking over for Dave Drywitz and the Marco Benevento band. And we played the Fillmore in Philly, huge club, and the 930 club, big legendary club, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for young me, barely out of college, 22, wide-eyed, to set up next to Les Claypool's rig those two nights with my little pedal board, you know, (laughs) was like... And this is... I'm a person who... To be first in line at the Roseland when Primus played and like hold the spot for all my degenerate mm-hmm. friends who would have gotten in trouble <laughs> had they left. But I was just like, oh, yeah, I talked my way out of it. And they were all like, oh, Karina, go ahead, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'm a huge fan. Huge. Fucking love this shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. It's all just gravy. That's just a personal little anecdote I got I there that. for you, right? When you were setting up like your raid, did you have your road case and you had like Primus stickers all over? Yeah, it? right. Just like covering them up. Just like, <laughs> I'm totally cool and not a huge fan. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, <laughs> as if, but no stickers for me. I'm not into stickers. That's one thing you got to know about me. I don't, about fi- I, don't, I don't like stickers. Don't ever give me a fucking sticker. <laughs> <laughs> no stickers. I, I fuck with there's, other wolf gifts, really, but no stickers. There's I don't some like... really sad kid who made stickers for your tour who's just like, well, I'm shit, really man. sorry. And I appreciate those. Those are great. You can give them to other people. I just, there's no way I'll, I just, there's no, what am I going to do with it? So the way know. people throw lettuce at lettuce shows, cheese at string cheese incident shows. We're throwing stickers at Karina's Brooklyn Bowl gig. There you Everybody go. Everybody bring your stickers. God damn it. it. You see, I should have just kept my mouth shut. No, well, I had my pedal board, which is about yay big, right? Mm-hmm. And it was literally to the left 
gift of lessons. Like, wild. I can't even tell you what it looked like. It was just, it was enormous. A wall of sound. It was <laughs> quite a few toys to play with. And I was like, ah, just put mine over here. It's cool. We're good. Oh. Have you, like, taking any notes? Like, what the hell is that thing? I right mean, here? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I always take notes at Primus and, you know, whenever Les is playing. But uh, after this Oyster Head run, Mr. Trey Anastasio, the people's champion, the hardest working guy in show business, leads us to our second story. Trey jumped on a plane and went straight down to Mexico to play with Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds at their Riviera Mai event. Insane. Uh, I got a blurry picture from our friend Brad Tucker, who works here at Dayglow slash Relics. Um, a blurry picture of a redheaded man on stage with with uh, Dave and Tim, and I was like, you son of a bitch. Trey Anastasio, you've done it again. I get paid to urinate in people's ears. <laughs> Call it what you will, rap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Trey sat in for covers of Bathtub Gin and Waste, uh, songs that he would play with Dave Matthews back in the Dave Matthews and Friends days. I mean, as a huge Dave Matthews fan and a huge Trey fan, I had incredible FOMO about this. This was the week of FOMO for me between Oysterhead, Trey sitting in with Dave. I mean, uh, those Riviera Maya events, as we've spoken many times on the podcast, are super duper sick. Um, and I can't even imagine, like, there's a small contingent of fish fans who were there who must have just, like, had their mind blown. Oh, Certainly, yeah, and also just knowing because, of course, if you're a fish fan, you're probably following all this oyster mm-hmm. head stuff, looking at the set list, blah blah blah. Just like you know, it's a lot of anticipation leading up to this very kind of you know sought after reunion, and then you see you're on the beach in Mexico watching Dave and Tim. You're like, oh my god, how did he get here? I mean, he probably took a fat private jet. Oh yeah, which is a great thing. And you know what? Like you were talking about being a fan of the dark fish, which I am as well. I like, uh, I like. I like things on the darker side, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's really funny where like you come off of like this very kind of intense oyster head energy and then he's playing. Oh yeah. He's playing with a real Dave like, a real delicate waist. Dark energy beach. canceled, yeah, right. canceled. But that's the beauty. That's why we love this shit, right? It's great. It's the yin, the yang, a little of this, of course, a little of that. Dude. They make you laugh. They make you cry. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. Whatever flavor of Trey you like, you got it this weekend. You probably got it. You did. Oyster head to Trey, to Dave and Tim on the beach yeah but so funny you did say that it's just like dave on the beach is just like love and light brother um oyster head is like i am truly terrified <laughs> those um, blue collar tweakers really did it for oh me. man the one time i saw primates they played that song and i was so relieved because i missed the entire first set because new york city traffic am i right guys oh um, sister no i know i gotta teach you how to use the subway i know this is uh my early days i'll buy you a metro card it's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Imagine, exactly. I walked in. I thought the show was about to start. It was set break. I was like, this is ridiculous. Sister, no. It was Halloween a couple of years ago at Brooklyn Steel. So then that whole set. So I missed the whole greatest hit, hit set, Oof. first set. Then second set, they did that whole Desaturating 7 album, which I was like, this is cool, but this is my first time seeing Primus, and this is all new material. Right. And then they encored with Blue Collar Tweakers, and I was like, all right, at least I got one. <laughs> That's a very sad story. It was a sad story. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I, like, borrowed my friends, like, my friends becoming a doctor. I, like, borrowed his scrubs. I'm just, like, in doctor scrubs at a Primus show. Jeez. Oh, I'm just like, life's weird sometimes, you guys. I, uh, wow, this is a big insight, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad you caught something yes (laughs) but the good news is which brings us to our third story Segway. hot seg primus has scheduled a rush tribute tour called a tribute to kings uh they are performing rush's 1977 record a farewell to kings in its entirety all over the uh the country 40 shows between may 26th and august 2nd uh very exciting i will be seeing it at 
Bonnaroo once again. Bonnaroo will be my primus oyster head baptism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God, literally. Literally. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, Karina, you're into Rush. You're a big Rush fan. I'm a huge Rush fan. This is exciting stuff. This is wildly exciting stuff. And this is great. And let's talk more about why trios are just the best. Oh you my know? God, yeah. I should just rename this episode of like a tribute to trios. A tribute to trios. Because, you know, three's a magic number. Mm-hmm. Three's a magic number. Everything else is filler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I do have a very, yes, this is a beautiful thing. I love this record as well. And, uh, you know, what's very exciting is the support. Uh, we have Wolf Mother. And we have The Sword, and The Sword is a band very, very close to my heart that I've seen, you know, headlining small clubs and whatnot. I've seen them opening for Clutch. I've seen them on festivals the whole nine, and they are a phenomenal band. You hippies out there, check out The Sword. You'll get down with The Sword. Fucking fat riff rock for that ass. <laughs> for that ass? <laughs> no, is that a thing? Can I say that? Fucking I dude. It's like what a landing. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I actually listened to a <laughs> What's that? I listened to a Farewell to Kings this morning uh, when they announced this tour. Uh, we are recording this on Tuesday. Uh, so I listened to the whole record and it's got some fucking choice gems in there, man. We got some real like Neil Pert, like sci-fi synthesizer epics of like songs like Xanadu. It's also got Closer to the Heart on there, which is like a radio-friendly hit of Rushes. My big thing is like who's going to sing these songs? Like cuz Getty Lee's up here and Les is like kind of down here so i'm curious how all these songs are going to kind of manifest through the lens of primus well less will just be like hmm, the men who hold our places must be the ones that start you know oh, it's gonna go. sound yeah. like that the lower register Closer. yeah you get it i like it <laughs> <laughs> remember me Lair sing a couple tunes that's true you know? Uh, and then Trey will be in in the in the wings, so maybe we'll get a Trey sitting with Primus at Bonnaroo. I like it, or at um, I guess any of these other festivals. Um, the possibilities are endless. There's the a lot of cross pollination that could happen or not happen. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's their prerogative. And Les wrote a really, really sweet like note about this whole Rush thing. And it's actually interesting because they were originally planning on touring this. Like They had this whole you know tribute to Rush thing planned before the passing of Neil Peart. It was supposed to happen this fall. Um, but then they got asked to go on tour with Slayer. And, of course, they were like, drop everything. We're going on tour with Slayer. Amen. Um, Amen. As any of us would, let's be honest. Uh, so then it's crazy. Then Neil Peart passed in late 2019. So now this whole tour has like a whole new meaning, a big tribute. And Les said specifically it's going to be a respectful and loving tribute to three spectacular musicians, songwriters, legends, and friends. Uh, and certainly Les and Getty Lee have like a lot of crossover. They've shared the stage before. Um, there's good energy here. It's very cool. I'm very excited. It's phenomenal. And it's that is a beautiful tribute. And, you know, who better to... I don't know. I think it's a really great band to kind of try and take that on. Yeah, I, I, some comments. When I first kind of read the press release, I got excited and thought they were doing a different Rush album every stop on tour, <laughs> which I was like, you've got to be joking. That is uh, undertaking and a half, shall yeah. we say. But then I find, I had a cup of coffee and reread the press release, and oh. I was like, oh, okay, they're doing one album every stop of tour, not a different album every stop of tour. Sure, this, the same one. Yeah. The same one. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. You try and learn a couple Rush albums. Yeah, I know, exactly. That's... Like, after uh, Neil Peart passed, I remember there was like a meme going around of like bands everywhere are trying to think like what's an easy rush song we can cover and all of like neil pert's like laughing in heaven <laughs> like totally like, like yeah. there's no such thing as an easy rush song right um karina here's like a little question for you talk if to me. your band went on a similar tribute tour what album would you want to play holy night? shit just came out the bat with that one i know it's a good question though i'm right? gonna ha- it's a wonderful question i'm gonna have to really think about that um hmm. But you know what? If I were to, I think moving pictures. Actually, you know what? I think twenty one twelve would be our rush album. Of nice. <laughs> 
Just because, like. You can not rush, like any band you want. Oh. Yo, you're freaking me out, man. Shit. Off the top of my head, I think Carol King's Tapestry I would do. Oh, for you? I love that record. Wow. And I don't blame I mean, I don't like I play, but I don't play. So I'm saying sure. in a hypothetical world that I have a band and I'm a good musician. That's beautiful. Carol King's Tapestry would be a vibe, dude. I I'd think play that's great. I'd play all the city wineries. It'd wow. be very chill. I love <laughs> Two that. drink minimum. <laughs> good times. I think Chocolate and Cheese oh, man. by Ween or the Mollusk by Ween. It might have to be a Ween record. That you would know? be so dope. Like I think Ween fans right now listening are just like Karina do it i would really love to see that She's, uh, you're a disciple of ween <laughs> you saw them this weekend right i sure did I had, uh, what t5 uh-huh. five? How yeah. was that? it was phenomenal i cried birthday boy makes me cry every time mm. i'm such a huge fan i can't even talk about it because i'll cry here but um it's like that's my favorite band yeah. you know what i mean and without them i would have no career because it would be a fucking it wouldn't have happened none of this shit would have happened so thanks drywoods thanks ween uh, it was amazing. It was the best shit ever. And the following night, it played the Freaks Ball, which is a great event at the Bell House. 20 years, the Freaks, great. New York City, show-going community, very fervent supporters of live music. Thank you for being so dope. And my band played three sets in between all this crazy shit, and we did cover two Ween songs. We played The Rift, and then we played Joppa Road, which featured Tom from Garcia Peoples on guitar as well. And, uh, you know, I thought, because I'm such a huge Ween fan, and... It was a two-night stand at Terminal 5, and I was missing the second Ween mm-hmm. show cut for my gig. And so was everybody there who was yeah. attending the gig. You know, I figured we had to play some Ween. Yeah, so. and then you also had some other sit-ins. You had the newly engaged Scott Metzger and Katie Jacoby. Boom, baby. Congrats, you guys. These are my dear friends. Love is real. Killing it. I love the whole thing. Yeah, they played Aki Como Aya, the Mark Ribot tune with us, which was great. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You also covered No Doubt's Hella Good. I sure did. Solo Dolo, but still fantastic. Sure did. Love yeah. That. Played Four best. Out of Five by Soul Coughing. Uh, yeah. Played I Get Lifted by George McRae, yeah. the 1974 single. <laughs> you played your smash hit singles, Plants and Elevator? I sure did. Played the shit out of them. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I played my yet-to-be-recorded smash hit singles, uh, <laughs> Dirty South, City Kids, uh, up, Goji Island, Two Fish, <laughs> One Fish. We got all kinds of names. Yeah, the KR originals are coming out the loop. We were just saying those shows are on archive right now if anybody wants to dig into it. Feel free. Feel You'll free. hear Karina's stellar stage banter. If you listen to this podcast, you won't be shocked by any yeah. stage banter. So it's great. It's great. But if you don't, you're probably like, oh, shit. Uh, why did she Do you get like that, that thing that like when you walk off stage, like, you can't really remember what you did or said because you were like the adrenaline was pumping? Definitely. Somewhere? Yeah. I feel like I get that like on this. Like, right. I mean, obviously, we're not like really performing, but like we'll finish recording here and I'll walk out and people will be like, oh, like, what would you guys talk about? And I'll be like, honestly, I don't really remember. Yeah, it's all a blur. <laughs> and you know what? If you get too wrapped up, if like if you're a doer. And you're wrapped up in doing. Oh, I'm a doer. You're a I'm doer. A, I'm a pusher. I push people. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's why I like you, Rav. That's why we get along. You know, fucking, we fucking coup de la and shit, dude. Yo, but if you're a doer and you're doing some shit, whatever it is, I bet you basketball players feel the same way. They're like, yo, mm-hmm. like, you fucking, you just, you're doing. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're doing so hard and so intensely that you're just like, you, you kind of black out. And sure, you have, you can reflect on what just happened. It comes back. You're like, mm-hmm. totally right. But like. I don't know. I get that performing and sure on this podcast and whatever, you know. Dude, it's what Phil Lesh calls he turns the valve, you know. You got to turn the valve. You got to turn the valve on. It basically you have to open yourself up to the muses and they play you. Whoa, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
Y'all know what I'm saying. Just like part of me is like, oh, haha. Part of me is like, that's really true. It's like, fucking true <laughs> as hell for me. I mean, we could have a whole podcast about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we should. Karina, would you like to start a podcast with me? Yeah, I would. Nice. So Let's do it. What well, <laughs> happens? It. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like Cheers. fully leaving me hanging. That's fucked up. For people only listening, I went for a handshake and Karina just iced the hell out of me. Yo, I would never ice you like that, Raph. If Karina saw me on the street, she'd turn the other way. Never. <laughs> no, I would come running with a bouquet. Oh, Raph, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so like the muses dude first of all <laughs> anyway we'll anyway. talk about that another time it's great uh we do not have a weekly shout out this week but uh there's a lot to do you guys got to sign up for the relics daily seven at relics.com slash daily first and foremost second of all subscribe to relics magazine relics.com slash subscribe that's right i don't think we've announced who's on the next cover but i promise you it's someone freaking amazing and i'm so excited about oh it. so subscribe now so you can get that next cover <laughs> Um, I w- don't do a slow rush, wink, wink. Ooh, you rap. know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at three from the seven. Email us raffandkarina at gmail dot com. Uh, Karina, anything? Last words of wisdom here before I, we put a bow on this thing. Oh my God, I love when we put a bow on this thing, Rav. Um, <laughs> but I love when we started too. It's all just part of the beautiful process. Let me think. Let me think. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, okay. Okay, what do we got? Not this weekend. I'm off this weekend for the first time since literally Nam. (laughs) I'm off. So you can't catch me playing anywhere this weekend, which is great. It's great. Uh, Following weekend, Boise. Going to fucking play Snowfort Fest with Marco. Woo. Weekend after, we're playing Hollywood, Florida at some outdoor arts park, something or other, and then playing the Gasparilla Festival in Tampa. Oh my God, that's going to be nuts. Which is sick. Portugal the man, you know, a lot of people are playing. That's the one that I remember. Wild. A friend of mine went to U, U- Tampa, and Gasparilla is unreal. Like, the whole city just dresses up like pirates and goes absolutely nuts. Perfect. Have fun. I can't you wait. Get, you got to wear an eye patch on stage. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you want. Eye patch and peg leg. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, text me before the set. And For I'll, sure. I'll Be like, do you, did that. you bring your eye patch? Yes. <laughs> and then the week after that, that is the Fish Symposium. Did oh, we yeah. talk about no, this? we should talk about this. Yo, my dear friend, Isaac Sloan, my roommate, my best friend for many, many years. He is a very bright man. And he is putting on, he's just graduating from, uh, you know, master's program at NYU killing it over there and uh he's a fervent fish fan and he is putting on a fish symposium Mm -hmm. featuring academic panels and keynotes and all kinds of craziness very cool speakers you could check out who online and uh at the end of that day my band will be performing there you go you know i just get a little music in there at the end of the day oh yeah it was very easy booking for my friend isaac he asked me over breakfast (laughs) if i would like to do that i said absolutely is like rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. Oh, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Tied out pajama pants and looked great. Um, yeah, so that's March 11th. Exactly. And I'd also say I'll also be there moderating a panel. Oh, my about God. About music journalism. So it's super cool. Um, I will, baby, baby. Yeah, baby, hey. baby. Um, I'll be leading a panel with uh, Mr. Mike Greenhouse, Mr. Dean Budnick, and Mr. Andy Bernstein, uh, who all have their own fantastic credits in the fish world as well as the music journalism world. Um, very exciting stuff. My panel's at 345. If you want to roll through, it is free. It is open to the public and there's information about it on the three from the seven instagram yes so come see me and karina do the thing that's so beautiful we're both gonna be on stage we, why didn't we talk about this earlier i don't know i feel like i should have pushed it's it up for really unbelievable this is like the secret track of this podcast yeah. for people who've already like been like oh she's doing the final wrap-up subscribe to relics thing if you've made it 23 minutes in and you're listening to this you're welcome see you at, at nyu, NYU. <laughs> that's my alma mater 
It's going to be great. Also, my entire band, we all met at NYU. That's a huge, that's why, that's why this all makes sense. Exactly. It's all what I'm trying to say. That is March 11th. Then March 21st, Brooklyn Comes Alive. Come to Brooklyn Comes Alive. That shit will be straight up dope. We got everybody on that bill. It's out of control. You got O'Teal and friends, crazy bunch of friends. You got the motet. You got Turquoise doing some crazy shit. We got pigeons and goose and me and Spaga playing the dead. And that's just off the top of my dome piece. You should check <laughs> out the actual thing because they could really, uh, you'll, you'll know who's playing and when and what, yeah. what the fuck. Do that. That's an Avant Gardener, March 21st. Really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, it's just uh, it's go. what I got to plug right now. Awesome. We'll plugging it up, wrapping up that plug bag. And otherwise, I got, you know, just I want everybody to have a great week ahead. Mm-hmm. Be good to each other. If you can't be good, be honest. Uh, you know, it's just yeah. a great thing. I'm so happy to be here. I'm back. I, I woke up in Cape Cod this morning, drove from there to here, and here I am. Well, you didn't drive. I you didn't drive. Shout out to Johnny Beach for driving me all the way. She's got a license to kill, but not a license to no, drive. No, not even a permit. Ooh. <laughs> I yes. failed twice. I failed twice. Do you have any form of ID? Do you just carry on a passport? No, I got a New York State ID. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, we've talked about this before. Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our engineer is Will Schwerd. Hashtag Schwerd up. Have a good week, everybody. If you can't be good, be honest, like Karina said. Bye. 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 <laughs>